it's 20 minutes until 6 o'clock in the evening on a most sultry early spring afternoon. Oh, it's a Monday, but it could feel just like, I don't know, kind of a Saturday afternoon. The air just making me want to play hooky. So I'm here with the girlfriends. Right now, we have dear Celia Alario to talk then about the changing hat. I yes. promised some changing hat music, but we're going to just scratch that and you can just go. Dun, 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 dun. Boom. There's the change. All right. Okay. Are we ready? I am. Ready to talk about the story itself. Here we go. Destiny. Is it born or is it made? Written for us or written by us? Do you have a story, dear listener, from the intersection of your own life there in the crosswalk between chance and fate? Have you ever looked in the rearview mirror of your experience and felt destiny's hand in it? Well, you are in luck because you are invited to join the story itself, that's Moab's local story slam, in a very exciting spring collaboration with the Moab Valley Multicultural Center. And that will be for an evening of stories and community on Thursday, March 28th at the Mark, that's Moab Arts at 111 East 100 North in beautiful downtown Moab. And we'll be celebrating Multicultural March with a story slam. Bring your friends. And if you're feeling bold and, and sassy, you can put your name in the hat to tell a personal story on the theme of destiny. Five to seven minutes. That's uh, a true tale. No props, no notes, no stand up. Just you and your story and a very supportive audience. There'll be a groovy reception at 530 and stories start at seven. And what is the date again? That is... Thursday, March 28th, which gives you all ample time to think about destiny and your views on it and a personal story that might uh, drew groovy on the theme. And I'm just going to offer a hot tip, which is that you can tell any story you want with any theme. This is a secret of the story slam revealed, you know. You can pick a story and say, oh, gosh, I've just got such a hankering to tell this tale. And you can make it work with the theme of destiny so destiny's broad broad (laughs) it really is yeah and i feel it's hand at work here with you in the station with me celia thank you thank you so much absolutely okay so story slam and thanks for holding space for all of that we're made of stories yeah well and i am also a human segue to your next piece because i just want to you know offer up um some love for people who've been thinking about the trash and show and what they might do because what I want you to know is that I happened to take home the trophy last year yes for the classiest and I was in it to win it from the beginning when I started collecting bubble wrap from every possible source and going through it and smelling it and kind of trying to decide if I could have that up against my body or not and then <laughs> upcycling some that I couldn't and keeping the rest I was really in it to win it and it's such an incredible event I'm so glad you're going to devote some awesome airtime to this year's trash and show so Thank you, Christy, for holding space for all these groovy things. Beautiful segue. Thank you so much, Celia. And so here we are handing it over to Claire Core of the Resiliency Hub, joined by the uh, lovely Carrie Hahn. And both of these women here in the KZMU studio, I think, Carrie, it might even be your first time up here in the studio, is it? Thanks for coming up. Thanks for having me. Now, you're saying that you have been at every single one of these. Is that right? I have. 
Yes. There's some discrepancy on what year was the first trash and show, but I have been at some version of something relating to recycled fashion since uh, I moved here in 2010. Wow. And I have thought of you as a designer. Maybe it's just your sharp design sense, uh, but you have been a designer for it, haven't you? I, you well, am. I, I design my own costume every year, yes. But I've also helped with judging. I have helped with, um, I think the only spots I haven't held is DJ and MC. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do something about that, can't we? Uh, very cool. And before I ask Claire more information about all the things, you've been both so busy putting this together, and there are a lot of people to thank. Um, what do you think you love about working with recycled materials? What is your passion around this event? That's a great question. Um, I really love the idea of having something on your body that expresses something that's inside that people can't see. And so part of my excitement about the Trash and Show specifically is all the people that put all of the work in still want to preserve that feeling of go out and have fun, but let's make it mean something. Let's make it about something. Let's uh, help nonprofits in town in the process of going out and having fun and wearing something amazing. A party with a purpose. Yes. Lovely. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. And so any hints you're going to be doing something this year or do you keep it close under wraps? Oh, man. I uh, kind of uh, decide what my material is going to be and go from there. I've done bike tubes. I've done um, curtains. I've done window shades. I've done playing cards. I've done all sorts of things. Paper one year, music uh, note paper. Um, This year I'm doing clothes hangers. Everything is metal. Fierce, (laughs) fierce. I can't wait. And I will only have to wait just a minute because, again, it's not very far away. Claire, tell us all of the deets. When, where, and hi. Hi, Christy. Um, Okay, so here's the gist. Saturday night. This. This Saturday, March 2nd. We're all going to be putting on our homemade outfits and heading down to Woody's. It starts at 8 p.m., but you're welcome to go earlier. But the music will start playing at 8, and that's going to be DJ Paris Hinson. And he rolls up with his milk crate full of records, and he chooses the best ones to get the crowd going. And he's going to play. And then while that's happening, we're going to have three discerning local fashion judges to pick their favorite out of the crowd and they're going to pick three each so nine people are going to be polled and asked to join the impromptu freestyle runway which is going to happen at 10 30 after the fiery furnace marching band plays and the crowds will part the seas will open <laughs> and and nine of the best costumes are going to waltz their way up and down the runway, do a little spin on the stage. And those fashion judges are going to have their eye looking for the best use, the most craft put in, um, overall aesthetics, and then the attitude that's put behind the wall. For sure. 
who's got the sauce? And, <laughs> yes. and that may be one of the qualities, uh, the insouciant je ne sais quoi, of picking the people in the first place. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something that did not happen last year, or did it happen last year? Last year, it came back, and it came back with a bang. We had over 400 people in and out of Woody's that night. And there was a lot of buzz behind it because there had been a two-year pandemic-inspired pandemic hiatus. Right, right. Um, so 22 and 21, there was no trash and show. But in in February of 2020, there was a fashion show. And that was one of the last big community events that I personally went to before we, you know... Yeah, something happened. <laughs> something happened for yes. a couple of years in there. And people were so starved for the kind of thing that can happen at really only this time of year. And I propose maybe only in Moab. There's something special about Moab in February, March before the season there really is. gets started. It feels Moab. like this like watery, liminal time where mm-hmm. we know what's coming up, but we're also just really like you know, reveling in this like glorious weather that we have at this time of year where the sun is out and it's fresh and we see our, you know, our friends and neighbors at the grocery store and driving down the road. And um, this time of year is selected for that, that feeling because this event is by the Moab community for the Moab community. And it feels really good to get together and see a bunch of, of faces before, before the change of spring time and comes. before the um, onslaught of humans exactly. descending right. on Moab right yeah a chance to be ourselves and hold hands for a minute yes. just a minute and boogie down and also it's a sort of an affirmative with the trash in particular um, a celebration that values Moab itself by saying, we're going to make, how would you put it? We're going to make the best out of out of the fact that we got a lot of trash from all over yeah, the world that's absolutely. being left here. And I was thinking about that before I came. And I started writing about this community and about the trash and show and how there's there's this feeling of like, so for the trash and show, you're pulling from the discarded and and putting it back into cherished use. You're, you're working with it. You're like putting your attention on it. Redeeming it. Redeeming it. And then I had this realization that that's how I feel in this community. And I think a lot of other people feel in this community where, you know, for whatever reason, here we all are in this, in this far-flung valley in the wilderness. <laughs> and, and there's this way that like you like... I don't know, you get washed clean by the desert sun and like roll around in the sand and you're like exfoliated by place and you're you're (laughs) you're you know, you go through the desert and then you come back in and you're like in this community and in this like thriving, weird, creative place. And it just I I. I just feel like that. And I think maybe some other people do too. And so I think, you know, we, we look at these materials that are discarded and we, we have them as a kind of like a, 
a tricky palette to work from. And when there's like unique constraints of working with a certain kind of material for a certain desired outcome, it helps, it helps give these like unique uh, creations that I just don't know if they would have come out under any, any other, other way. circumstances. Yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah. Like bubble wrap wig. Yes. I don't know. I it don't brings know. beauty to mm-hmm. things that would otherwise be discarded. Mm-hmm. And I think that some people who gravitate towards Moab because it's kind of isolated. It's definitely um, harsh weather sometimes, lots of sand, and as you mentioned, the washing clean and the river and all of these things. I think that sometimes people are trying to escape something else that they can't, and they find solace and home and safety and support in Moab. And so they are also looking to make something beautiful about maybe something that wasn't beautiful before. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't imagine that this scale of an event goes down without lots of help. And I can imagine further that you still could use a couple volunteers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Shout it out. What do you need? Okay. Well, it's amazing. There are there's a huge list of people who are contributing to this and it is all volunteer. And so every every lift is done by a willing hand um and so um i can i would love to list the names of the people and also i also would invite anyone who wants to stay afterwards and help us clean up would be so appreciated and um that's our biggest that's our biggest okay so right now cleanup crew is part of it cleanup crew and so you did you find the people i read that you were looking for at the front door did you get your front of the house people we got we got three folks for that. We've got Carrie's going to help with that. We've got McKetta, who was just on earlier, is going to help with that. Um, ben Alter is going to help. So we've got thank you, Ben. Thanks, beautiful, McKetta. trustworthy, friendly faces at the door to greet you when you arrive. Um, we've got an MC, Cozy Soul, Casey's right own. Exciting. We've got three judges. Do you want to say our yeah, judges? Yeah. So the judges, I was um, kind of wrangling judges and. Um, we have Biga Metzner is one of oh, our judges. Oh, fabulous. Tiffany Jade is another one of our judges. And Zachariah Levine is our third judge. People with taste yes. about the threads. Beautiful. Listen, bring the sauce, Moab. Mm-hmm. Bring it. I don't care if it's been in a dumpster. Rinse it off and still bring the sauce. <laughs> this Saturday night, and it's going to be to Woody's, and it's going to go to help the Resiliency Hub. And you haven't spent much time on that. Yeah. We still have a few more minutes left, so take it, Claire. Let's talk about uh, there are prizes even. There have been some pretty generous uh, businesses and individuals and merchants around the community. Moab's so great about that. Yes. Uh, and that's going to wind up being part of a prize uh, dealio for you. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Okay. So Resiliency Hub, that is our grassroots organization, nonprofit that's putting this on. And it is myself and my husband and a couple of our friends. <laughs> and we do garden projects and we love nature and we love people. And that's really what ties it all together. We're all volunteers. I do this as a passion project because I freaking love Trash and Show. So the <laughs> money you. that it go that we raise helps pay for our little community pocket park on the corner of 100 West and Walnut. That's called the Community Garden or the Tea Garden for short. And we have 
fruit and herbs that are available for harvesting and it's a, a a green space anyone is able to use and we hope that they do um and any proceeds beyond what we need to help pay for insurance and maintenance we're going to be sharing the abundance and we want to make donations to other local nonprofits, and that's info to be like announced but um it's not all for us like this is a thing for many um and then the sponsorships we have multiple area businesses who are are providing cash donations to this event so that's sundari yoga the moab sun news um jackie gustafson realty and woody's um and then beyond that we have quite a few local businesses who are giving a physical item for the winners of the runway event yeah do you want to list them off i don't <laughs> um, i I know some of them. Why don't you? Okay. <laughs> sure. We have multiple yoga studios, Balanced Breath Yoga. We have Adobe Gardens, Moonflower, um, Christy Williams, Somatic Session. Yeah. And um, we have Easy Bee giving some produce and a rental from Pedigo and so, so many more. Oh, wellness yes, we basket. We also have Synergy right? and Raven's Rim Zipline, Wicked Brew, Back of Beyond Books, um, Moab Coffee Roasters, Wild Landscapes, Indigo Alley, and Desert Wild have also donated. Oh, so much fun yes. stuff. So there's a lot of reason. And people really do bring it. Now, you can come mm-hmm. even if you don't have, you know, it's four days down. Some people have been working this stuff for weeks and weeks now. Don't let that stop you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that can be done with the trash bag. Mm-hmm. duct tape trash bag and a good attitude it's so you true can, it's the full spectrum that's of, right. of of costumes that come out um and we want to share who's going to be laying down some tracks so i mentioned paris henson we've also got kaya who goes by sparkle dj sparkle fist in the house the fiery furnace marching Bam. band and all the way from the frozen north is the original trash and show dj we've got Uncle Logan. DJ Uncle Logan. <laughs> Coming back kidding? to Moab. Are you kidding? Not kidding at all. He's Logan got a Pants. Logan Pants comes home. Right. We've Aww. got the perfect sleeveless tee for him as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to have to show his muscles then. We miss him ever so much. That's quite the, quite the reveal, Claire. Thank you and well done. Thank you both. Carrie Hahn and Claire Core and everybody involved with the Resiliency Hub. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give quickly a bit of a tip about what you're going to be wearing? Are you going to be the one with the... Well, know. you know, I'm running around, so I need something that can move. I need something I can sweat in. <laughs> so I, I'm bringing back one of my costumes that's like a... Um, it's, it's based... It's, it's a crocheted cloth ensemble and it's upcycled from multiple sheets and t-shirts oh i remember that it's lovely i think i gave you a sheet for that oh my goodness see what i'm talking about no we're we're braided and entangled in all the most beautiful ways did you know that spiders dream and that uh dolphins speak in accents what yes so i I don't know listen to the station it's just one of these effects of uh being part of the same community Thank you for making the show, you two. Thank you. Where can people go for further information if they only caught the last little snip of this besides KZMU.org? Is there a Facebook page? Do yep. you have a URL? Resiliency Hub, 
Facebook page, resiliencyhubmoab.org website. Um, There's also an event page for the Trash and Show. I believe it's Trash and Show 2024. Mm -hmm. That's right. Superb. Well, I hope you have a fine week. And um, so you don't really need anything more like extra duct tape. You, there's, you're set if, on if stuff. If anyone is a, not able to go but they want to support it, we welcome donations. If you have a business and you want to do your donation through that, uh, you're welcome to be a sponsor. Um, any Any amount will get you many shout outs on social media and at the event and published in the newspaper afterwards and so um if you want to include your business as a sponsor we would love to hear from you and and you can contact us via our our website great great well thanks again to you thanks for coming up today to kzmu thanks carrie thanks claire thank you Mm -hmm. thank you It's six bells, and that means we've got a little bit of a break, and then we're going to go into a regional roundup. I'm Christy, wishing you so well this week, Moab. Thanks for keeping it tuned to KZMU, 90.1, 106.7, and 90.7 FM. Moab, Utah, and sweet spots in between.